Hey guys, my name is Jacob, and this is for my project, The Transfer Task. Let's start off with the first question. Why do people move? In the colonial era, people moved because most immigrants moved for better economical status and better quality of life. The majority of the immigrants came from European colonies and sought for freedom in their religion. One of the first religion-free colonies established was the Plymouth Colony, and was led by William Bradford. Usually people move now because harm and racism are really heavily affecting this currently, and elections are just rising. I found this information in, by Alan Renicor. Racism is everywhere, so why not move south? By the New York Times. It was published on the 8th of June, 2017. All right, question two. How does where we live affect how we live? In the colonial era, where we live affects how we live because oftentimes our activities are related to our surroundings. This was especially true for those who lived in the colonial era. The New England people fished and traded. Middle colonies often hunted and traded. The South colonies lived off of the land planting cash crops and growing their own fruit. Now, where we live affects us how we live because of the current situation that we live in today, we see that many of us whom are landlocked or live next to the sea still work corporate jobs. Select few live off of the land, in other words, work with big manufacturers to harvest mass amounts of nature's resources. I couldn't find a really reliable article for this, so I had to go off of my own knowledge as well as some uh, Google searches and found this. Question three. How did representative government develop? In the colonial era, representative government developed because now we see representative government in the American provinces. They developed and thrived under British watch. In the same way as other teenagers, the provinces defied their parent nation by announcing an autonomy. Everyone in the 13 settlements had a contract or composed understanding between the state and the ruler of England or parliament. The provinces along the eastern shore of North America were framed under various sorts of contract, yet most created delegate, equitable governments to lead their regions. Pioneer economies worked under mercantilism, a framework dependent on the conviction that provinces existed to build the homeland riches. A restrictive contact, contract permitted the legislative head of the province to manage with incredible control over his territories. Strict opportunity filled in as a significant inspiration for Europeans to dare to the American states. Puritans and pilgrims and Massachusetts Quakers in Pennsylvania and Catholics in Maryland spoke to the development of religious diversity. This information was found in the article Why the 800 Election Still Brings Out to Us. It was written in Louis Jamel in the 29th of September, 2020. Our last question is how did slavery develop? In the colonial era, slavery developed because countless Africans, both free and oppressed, helped the foundation and endurance of states in the Americas and the New World. In any case, many think about a noteworthy beginning stage to subjection in America 1619, when the privateer, the White Lion, brought 20 African slaves aground in the British province of Jamestown, Virginia. The group had held on with the Africans from the Portuguese slave transport, Sao João Bautista. All through the 17th country, European pilgrims in North America went to oppressed Africans as a less expensive, more ample workforce than the contracted workers, who were generally helpless Europeans. In spite of the fact that it is difficult to give exact figures, a few students of history have assessed that 6 to 7 million subjugated individuals were imported to the New World because of the 18th century, denying the African mainland a proportion of its most beneficial and ablest people. Now we see the effects of slavery in Latin day. Uh, this reminds me a lot of um, human trafficking for uh, slaves still. A lot of political figures around the world ignore this problem completely 
and um, it still happens quite a bit. Uh, and I mean, it's just incredible how it, it's still going on while in the world we're still racist and, um, you know, a lot of us aren't able to appreciate the fact that they worked for us without pay. You know, we, we forcefully made them work for us and yet they're able to tolerate this racism. So, um, yeah. Uh, I found a lot of this resource actually from history.com. It was a article called Slavery in America. Uh, it was written on the 26th of June, 2020. All right. Uh, so this will be the end of my recording. Um, I hope you enjoyed. Maybe you learned something, thing or two. Um, and yeah, have a good afternoon.